Hey everybody, it's The Rewind for the week of April 4th, 2021. I'm Paul, that's Nathan. Hello. The Rewind once again is brought to you by Ratbomb. You've tried the rest, now try the best. Ratbomb.com. Nathan, on the last show, I tasked you with a little bit of homework, which you Just dutifully did. Uh, you might recall we did the story about the gentleman who recorded his fart and created an NFT from it, sold it for some cash, and you said you wanted to try it as well. Yeah, I had to get my piece of the pie. That's right, and I'm looking at 12 fart files that you have sent. I curated only the most, most audibly perfect farts for you. Very good, very good. And for our audience. Uh, so what we're going to do- I farted a lot more than that. Well, I know. I, apparently, there is, uh, this is just the Criterion collection of your farts. There's just yeah. rejects that we'll never hear. Um, so let's go through some of them, and I'm going to, with each one, uh, you know, ask you for a little bit of story, and, and, and maybe where you were and what you were thinking when you were doing the fart. Of course. You know, what the fart is saying yeah. about you, about culture, maybe. You know, I want the whole details. So the first one, 1039. Let's give it a listen. <laughs> it's very good. Now, I should say also that you did not record this with the uh, or expensive $500 mics. No. You just recorded no. this with your iPhone. Yeah. Just, just, and I got to uh, say, it sounds pretty good for your iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most uh, trumpeted uh, fart I did. Tell me where you were when you farted that fart. I was on my couch. Yes. And, um, I was watching TV uh-huh. and I felt it come on. Uh-huh. It's like, I got to grab this or Paul. And is there like, are you holding it in as you're fumbling with the phone, trying to launch yeah. the notes app? Yeah. yeah. It's quite painful. It is. It's very <laughs> yeah. good. It sounded, it sounded painful. 1040. Mm-hmm. What story will this fart tell? <laughs> <laughs> Do you recall what happened there? Uh, I had ordered a, um, a steak burrito. Uh-huh. And a chicken quesadilla. And that was in between the quesadilla and the steak burrito. Did you purposely order that food to elicit these farts? Or was that just one just happened? It was just happenstance. You were just ordering it anyways. That possibly is true. Okay. All right. Well, here's what happened next. <laughs> Good classic sharp fart. That was, that was after, after half of the burrito. Okay. That one. So that's what half a bur- burrito sounds like. Yes. All right. Let's see what this next one sounds like. Uh, what? Oh, I got to hear that again. What is happening here? So do you ever? (laughs) No, I never. You ever just, hold on. You ever just just sit around Uh and you have this gas like bubbling up on your asshole. No. And it's, it's like it's trapped and you have to get it out. And so it's just like pressure just building up. Mm. That's what was happening to me uh, while I was on the couch. I think that was from Tuesday. Uh-huh. And all, all I felt was just this like gargling of, of just pure methane gas building up in my colon. And so I got my phone out, spread my legs wide, let it rip. By the way, this sounds to me like if you were doing Foley for uh, for like a movie where someone's stuck in the Alps and they're just they're just crunching on really hard <laughs> snow. That's what this would sound like. It just sounds it, it is it's haunting is what that is. is. I, I don't even know how to describe that otherwise. All right. Uh, here's another one. 
good classic part. <laughs> That's what I just thought all of them would sound like, uh-huh. but I was very wrong. Everything's quite scary coming out of my rectum. Much like children, they're all different. Each one is special and unique. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> another one? That was this morning. That one woke me up. That one woke you up? Yeah. Okay. I don't know how you recorded it, if it woke you up, but I don't want to know. I don't want to know the technology involved in that. <laughs> What is happening there? I was walking down the hall and uh, I just felt it come on. Walking down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening there? That was a wet one. Yeah. No, it sounded wet. Yeah. I think I just came home from work. It's a little, little sweaty. Yeah. Here's another one. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an error. You know when you have an error on Windows? <laughs> Like you, you click the wrong yeah. file, you, you just, yep. <laughs> That's a great one. All right. This is that good echo too. This, I know. <laughs> you know, how musicians will go to like country houses so they can have a lot of reverb, you know, these yeah. big empty houses. We yep. should do that. We should take you to like, where we Sting should. recorded some of his best records and get that same sort of acoustic, <laughs> you know, that same sort of echo. All right, here's the final one. This is, a, a, again, for, the, for people tuning in late on a podcast. <laughs> Nathan uh, recorded his farts. <laughs> well, I think the winner is, with, I mean, it's without question, it's, uh, it's this one right here. That is your Mona Lisa. Good job. Surprised I only got four little pushes on that one. That's, yeah, well, you know what? You've, uh, you've outdone yourself again. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, they'll all be available yes. on the Apple iTunes store. <laughs> no, they won't. 2 No, they won't. It's like the ringtone area. Oh, just... I see. I mean, I don't know if they sell ringtones, but yes, if that's, if that's the avenue that you want to expand into, mm-hmm. uh, I'll gladly support it. Well, on that note, on that thunderous note, <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the news. All right, Nathan, what do you got for us this week? Besides besides 12 crisp farts. <laughs> well, they weren't uh, all that crisp. Some of them sounded like, uh, s- like, like feet trudging through snow. I must say, uh-huh. I only had to really double check on three or four of them. What do you mean double check on three or four of them? Double check, like, to make sure that uh, oh, it they was just out. a fart. Yes. It's just too bad there. It's a there's a pandemic and you weren't just like walking around, you know, the streets of Toronto farting and then like just whipping out your phone and recording yourself. I'd love to see the reaction to that. But you're just looking around proudly being like, I got it. It's a good one. I got that one. It's going to be a ringtone. All right. Well, Nathan, what's our first story? Well, Paul, I must say from penis shrinkage to sperm storage on the moon, mm-hmm. it couldn't be a better form of human adaptation than my next story. I don't think human adaptation has anything to do with us storing uh, human semen on the moon. But all right, I'll give it to you uh, yeah. regardless. Yeah, it's fine. No, good effort. Good effort. Yeah. B minus intro. It's fine. <laughs> Damn it. Audi.com reports that a, a new study <clears throat> published in the journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences says that we have the potential to evolve into having venomous bites. Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 Research discovered that the genes responsible for venomous bites are common in all amniotes. 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 If you didn't know what an amniote was, Paul, 
They're animals that fertilize their eggs internally or lay eggs on land, including birds, reptiles, and some mammals. Mm-hmm. Most interestingly, humans too have these same genetic structures. They have even produced some results. Human salivary glands secrete a, a protein cocktail that helps break down food in our mouths. The pieces needed to complete this venomous puzzle are all there. All this needed is a situation that forces our bodies to put them together in the right order. I wonder what that will be. Well, like an apocalyptic, you know, moment or asteroid crashing to earth, nearly extinctioning all of us. Extinctioning all of us. So you think that, uh, the apocalypse, uh, if it, if it were to pass, um, you know, it's not that we would have to adapt to the hot sun as an example, as all the movies have sort of implied that we'll be living in a, in a desert hellscape. No, it will be that we have to adapt to create venom. If there is an apocalyptic moment in our lives, we'd have to, I don't know, travel to the wilds and uh, learn to hunt for food. Yeah. And uh, if we just really needed to hunt, Uh then we'd use our, our mouths to like sink our teeth into little rabbits and stuff. And if we were venomous, we'd be able to inject, I don't know, uh, cardiovascular or neurotoxins and uh, take them out that way. Interesting that we never developed this before. So we were mm-hmm. obviously uh, primitive man well before we became whatever man we are now. I, I, I refuse to call us uh, intelligent man. And, and yeah, we never bothered to adapt and, and learn how to be venomous, even though all the building blocks were there. So I think we'd also have to like develop uh, like a harder shell on our skin because we'd be having to like fight grizzly bears and packs of wolves out there. And we'd have to get a little bit more strong. Right. But we never did, is my point. We never did. No. We never did adapt to any of these climates. We just kind of. No, we didn't. Yeah, we just kind of stayed the way we were for for a really long time. And we get a smart brain that does it for us. We'll see what yep. happens with that. Mm-hmm. All right, next story. Well, there's just so many stories about space. So here's another one that was not about space. Just, <laughs> just FYI, there's nothing to do about space with that one. Wasn't it? No. Oh, okay. Whatever. This is the venom bite story. You're right. That was a horrible, that was horrible writing by me. Like I said, it was a B minus. I just, you know, I just wanted to let you know. NASA has given Earth the all clear for the next century from a particularly menacing asteroid. Hmm. Space Agency announced this week that new telescope observations have ruled out any chance of Apophis smacking. It's a stupid name, by the way. What does it even mean? I don't know. Smacking Earth in 2068. That's the same 1100 foot. Space rock that was supposed to come frighteningly close in 2029 and again in 2036. NASA ruled out any chance of a strike during those two close approaches a while ago, but a potential 2068 collision still loomed, which is not in the realm of possibility anymore. But, and, and for clarification, it is just this one particular asteroid. There's still one, any number of things that could collide with us. We just don't know them or see them. But in this one instance, we're good. Yeah, just okay. a Great. really big asteroid Great. that Great. really wants to kill us, but isn't going to. By the way, have you, I don't know if you've heard this, but the, um, I read this the other day, that apparently we've launched so many satellites into, into, into space or around in, in the orbit of our Earth that we're effectively entombing our planet with, with satellites. So I guess one wonders if uh, one day those satellites will just act as some sort of crappy shield. You know, if you're talking about evolution, Nathan, if you want to segue into a story here, mm-hmm. if we ever just create a, a a shield if you will like a star star shield or a satellite shield around our planet 
I think that's been the uh, like the the guise of humanity ever since we started launching things into space. It's just to create a a, a shield of junk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean maybe, nice. but like I don't know that it would actually be particularly effective in stopping a, a rock hurtling at us. But perhaps if the rock were to, they wouldn't see a planet. It would just see like a ball of junk and it would think, oh, there's no reason to hit this. And then it maybe just moves out of the way. Well, just, just pretend that, you know, there's a human, maybe you turn on a sandblaster, human walks in the sandblaster, it would stop the human from moving forward because it would like explode the person. It's, it's not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to think on, on that one too much. That's Quickest great. metaphor I could bring up. Okay. Very good. All right. Well, thank you, NASA, for confirming uh, that one rock out of potentially billions will not hit us. I will sleep sadly tonight, knowing that that is no longer an imminent threat. What's next? Well, as a child, I thought of hiding in tight spaces, but not like this. Okay. HuffPost.com reports By the way, that, why, were you think, why were you thinking of hiding in tight spaces? I don't know. Like playing tag or, you know, wanting to hide away from life. I thought it was more sinister than that but all right great no <laughs> do you take me as a sinister individual uh i don't answer that with farts like that come on <laughs> with farts like that yes you know with farts like that yes i do some of those are downright ominous maybe so yeah but a florida boy's attempt to hide in a trash can almost turned tragic when it was picked up by a garbage truck and nearly sent into the choppers as a blaze turned on i was thinking this might be the end for me Seven-year-old Ilyash Quezada told uh, an NBC station in Tampa. I almost thought I was going to be mashed potato. Then a sharp-eyed driver named Waldo Fideli spotted the boy in the truck's surveillance camera and rushed to turn the choppers off. It was a bad day for me, Fideli told Fox 13 in Tampa. I was scared. Luckily, he was able to act in time and call 911 for help. So... Forever, we've had the the meme of Florida man. Yes, I think it's time to introduce Florida boy as a meme. I don't think it should just be this. This meme should not just be relegated to adult men. I think boys can now be safely ushered into the conversation. I think so. Uh, yeah. Can't for the life of me fathom why any child would think to hide in a trash can. First off, who's he hiding from? It's a pandemic. So if you're hiding from COVID, you're not going to get very far. You're playing a game. He could be playing. Sure. With who? Secondly, hiding in a trash can. How long was he in that trash can where he didn't hear? (laughs) Because assuming it's one of those just like little tiny, you know, the, the metal ones, you know, somebody had to grab that, throw it into the back of the garbage truck. Any garbage man, I think, would know the difference between a trash can that's full of trash and a trash can that also has a human child in it, because I would imagine it's significantly heavier. One wonders if Waldo (laughs) knew there was a child in there There and secretly wanted to kill him. (laughs) And then at the last second, realized that this might be might be worse for him if he lets it happen. Oh, in the trash, uh, trash man's defense, uh, I don't know, I don't know, but other places in the world, like Florida and whatnot, but, you know, over here we have automated uh, uh, garbage trucks. They'll pull up to your uh, trash can, pick it up with a mechanical arm, and throw everything in the back. Mm-hmm. And that truck's so loud, so you wouldn't see anything. Little, little Elias or Elias or whatever would have heard this thing coming a mile away. Yeah. Known to get out of it. I don't know. I just feel like there's something else going on here. Seven years old. They're dumb at that point. I, I know. The, the, the point is, you have, we have nothing to hide from, right? The, the, the inside, outside, it doesn't matter where you are. Stop hiding in things. Unless the Nazis are coming back, then you can hide. <laughs> Otherwise, there's nothing to hide from. Stop hiding. <laughs> well, 
What's by the way, I'm glad that your I'm glad that your segue wasn't speaking of Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> What's a rewind story without a bit of monkey in it? Mm-hmm. Very good. Yes. That's right. Been a while since we had a good animal story, actually. Yeah. yeah. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. What's wrong with me? I don't know. Uh so animals aren't attacking anymore. It's not my fault. They are I mean, they have no one to attack. We're all inside, hopefully. This is right. This is why. I get it now. Yeah. Well, up.com reports that uh, 20 to 25 monkeys uh, escaped during a construction project at a German zoo. Police in Germany are asking the public to keep watch for 20 to 25 monkeys that escaped from their zoo enclosure. Freiburg police said 20 to 25 Barbary macaque monkeys escaped Thursday from a zoo in Laufengen and zookeepers were unsuccessful in their initial attempts to recapture the primates. Police said construction work in progress at the zoo may have allowed the animals to escape, but the investigation is ongoing. Zookeepers told police the monkeys are not believed to pose a danger to humans and are more likely to flee than attempt to fight. I, I just imagine like a backhoe just smashing into a wall and creating a hole and all the monkeys running out and then like the Benny Hill music starts playing and two two zookeepers with like butterfly nets just like run out chasing them. Yeah, like... <laughs> Shiza! <laughs> Members of the public who spot the loose monkeys are being urged to keep a safe distance and contact police. Okay, very good. Well, well if you're in Germany and you're listening to this podcast for whatever reason, please look out for those monkeys and yeah. stay away from them, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what's our next story? Well, uh, this, this story is um, <clears throat> 20 years in the making. Oh. Okay. You want to hear how AI software wrote a new Nirvana song? Uh, I guess. I don't know yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's, let's get into it. Sure. <laughs> Rollingstone.com reports that uh, uh, computer-generated artificial uh, tracks by Jimi Hendrix, Amy Winehouse, and Jim Morrison highlight a new project that helps bring attention to mental illness. Ever since uh, Kurt Cobain's death in 1994... Uh, Nirvana fans have hypothesized about the music he would have made had he lived. Have they? I, don't, I, I wish. I wish I would know. Uh, here's what I think a lot of, and, and sorry, because I do want to get to this track and I want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no part of this that ends with Kurt not ending up on like American Idol as a judge. Yeah. Or he becomes like a complete like recluse like Prince and that didn't end particularly well for Prince either. So like I don't know. I kind of feel like he got out at the right time and that's, that's a terrible thing to say, but I, I mm-hmm. would have actually hated to see what like 60 year old Kurt Cobain would have been like in the age of Spotify. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, the, the WAP, uh, and, uh, American Idol and all those, and all those other shows. I, I think, I think, uh, I don't know. It would have been, that would have been sad. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. You know, it's all these people in, in history, if they had just lived, this whole world could be a different place to live in. Yeah. Maybe we could have solved world peace and poverty right now. Yeah. But all right. Never so uh, let's get to the Kurt Cobain song. I, I have it queued up here, but but uh, tell me how this computer created this song. An organization uh, has created the new Nirvana song using artificial intelligence software to approximate the singer guitarist song writing. So the guitar riffs uh, vary from quiet, come as you are, style plucking to raging bleach fury uh, Alaskoff. This right here is the uh, uh, it is the new Kurt Cobain. Uh, f- well, it's not the new Kurt Cobain. It's a computer playing a Kurt yeah. Cobain song. Oh. Here we go. Oh, 
already it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, <laughs> like, I wouldn't listen to that. What the hell is this computer doing? Honestly, if Kurt Cobain wrote this, the, the, we would never talk about Kurt Cobain again. <laughs> I, I think he would have committed suicide after writing that, if that's the case. Well, that's, you know what? Uh, oh, I don't think we have to worry about computers taking over our, our jobs oh. anytime soon. Aren't we using artificial intelligence for all the wrong reasons right now? Yeah. Can't we use it literally to like solve COVID? Can we, can't we throw this bandwidth at literally anything else, please? Thank you. Versus this song. It's just a dumb, dumb world we live in. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying. tired of it. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Well, if there's one surefire way to die. I would know, Paul. <laughs> okay. I don't want to know how you know, but okay. There's only one way I want you to send me off. Okay. You know what oh, that no. is? Oh no, you're giving me a job. <laughs> I don't want it. I'm not going to do it. I don't want I'm it. I'm going to give it to you. No. Oh, okay. You, you, you have this job because you have to. I have to. All right. I want you to send me off by virtue of a Viking burial. Okay. Okay. Sure. OD.com reports that a new bill submitted to the Maine, which is like, Massachusetts, Boston, other city area. Yes. Uh huh. Their legislature's Health and Human Services Committee would legalize open air funeral pyres. In other words, this is the closest you could get to an actual Viking funeral. The picture of the legendary Viking funerary practice has become synonymous with literally going out in a blaze of glory. There's just something about having your earthly remains disposed of by setting them off in a burning boat that's just so cool. And I want you to do that for me. That's how I'm going to die. There we go. We've gotten rid of Nathan. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I shouldn't say that's how I'm going to die or else that would be murder. That would be part. murder. Yeah. Just like yeah, when Waldo but, tried to kill that kid in Florida. Um, <laughs> uh, what, I, what I would love to know, and I don't know if the article covers this, is what prompted someone to approve this? What, who was, whose rights were infringed? Uh, when they demanded this silly uh, form of death. That's what I'd like to know. Well, I, I actually did read somewhat into the uh, the story a little bit further than what I just reported on. Yes. And it's almost like, you know, burning someone in an open air, like, area uh-huh. uh, would not be as caustic as people thought. It'd just be like as caustic, well, which it really isn't, as as like burning a bonfire. So they thought that, hey, that's okay. We could just burn people, you know, out in, out in the open and uh, no one be uh, the wiser. This this sounds awful. But if I wanted a burial like that, we're going to Maine. I mean, you're just, you're giving me a lot of, you're, you're putting a lot of pressure on me because no. the Viking funeral, if I'm not mistaken, requires someone to be placed into a boat. The boat has to be set in, in, into, the, into the water or set out into the water. And then somebody has to be a crack shot with an arrow uh, that's on fire to be able to then shoot said arrow into the boat and light the person. That's okay. Look, I, that's I, a lot of work. You, you, you have to understand. Not. You're giving me a lot of work here. There's no, a lot of different Look, things I have to learn to get good at. Look, I could do one or two things. I could just hire 
a random archer to do that. I don't know where I'd find them, but I would. You're going to prepay an archer? How do you know he's going to outlive you? Yeah, I make sure he's younger than me. Okay. That's not necessarily. No. Well, then I have like two or three options. Okay. I pay all of them. Like, look, if this guy dies first, you're the next guy in line. If he dies, you're third in line. So I, I you know if I pay three people, all three of them aren't going to die before I die. Just, it's just, it's like statistics and whatnot. All right. I like that you have so, three or, archers on call now. Okay. Yeah. I think, look, I have a bow in my, in my garage. I could train you how to Why? shoot an arrow. Why do you have a bow in your garage? Because if the world ever goes to hell, I'm prepared. I can shoot deer eat them or i could shoot other people that get too close to me okay. things like that this is starting to get uh very <laughs> weird um no you will i will not do a viking funeral for you that seems like a lot of work and also no. seems expensive but what i will do um is give you a 21 fart salute uh you know i will get the top farters from around the world <laughs> to recreate some of your gems that you laid on us this morning <sighs> one for and for instance if the audience has already forgotten that's one, you know, so somebody will try to recreate that. Let's also not forget uh, this nugget <laughs> and what I call the windows XP error sound. So 21 of those all at once, it will be glorious. You know, 21 asses just pointed in the air. Yeah. Each, each farting a different note. I'm imagining that right now. By the way, if, if I tried to, uh, you know, Viking kill you, whatever. I feel like that will just become a rewind story in itself. Somehow I'll end up shooting myself, lighting myself on fire. Your, your body will like float away and fall off Niagara falls and get stuck in the, the what is that? The, the mate of the mist or whatever that thing was. It's, it, this is way too much pressure on me. Who would do this show in our, in our absence? Uh, there'll have to be a new generation. That'd have to be the first story of the new generation of rewind hosts, right? Yeah. How the previous hosts, had died yes <laughs> and unfortunately we died yeah. at the same time yeah so we couldn't even ease into the transition it just literally two new hosts on one day you know if i come down with a stupid disease that i ain't i just ain't coming back from yes and that's how i want to go out and that's that's what's gonna happen well on that note uh <laughs> thank you nathan thank you audience thank you to our sponsor rat bomb <laughs> ratbomb.com and if you use the promo code rewind you will get 10 free rat grenades with the purchase of 200 or more rat bombs do not sleep on that code it is a very very good deal or don't sleep on the grenades that's a bad idea too uh, if you are a fan of this episode uh, please tell a friend uh, tell them to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever fine podcasts are found and also at I love the rewind is where you can find us on Twitter Every once in a while, we post some jokes. For instance, Nathan even updated me earlier this week with some with some teases of the farts. Um, and, and so we, had you followed the Twitter, you would have known that this was coming. I gave you some pieces of me. Uh, good show. Uh, it started on a high note. Yeah. Right? Very high note. And uh, uh, and low notes and in between notes and, uh, you know, then whatever this thing is right here. <laughs> Just what is that? It is haunting. I love it. I'm not ending this show without you agreeing to send me off on a Viking burial. I will agree that I agreed to send you off to a Viking funeral. Whether or Good. not I do it or not, uh, it, it, you'll never know. That's the best part. All right. Okay. Well, when I'm dead, I'm dead. Doesn't matter anymore. But that's sort know. of the. This is sort of what I'm getting at. I, I don't know if you should actually plan so far and ahead. Uh, but you know, if those three guys want to be on call. That's that's fine with me. I'm gonna set up some archers this week. All right, all right. Well, uh, uh, we'll, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you all next time. <laughs>
stop, but you know.